0: Hello all you guys, gals and non-binary pals and welcome to Driving You Homo, the radio show podcast YouTube extravaganza, where we delve deep into everything in the queer sphere that you need to hear. So let's get started. As always, I'm, oh, no, I'm not Wayne Carter. I'm Leah Bell, Cabaret, is comedian, radio presenter, and all-round drag shambles. And that is why I'm wearing glasses today, because my makeup is on a full journey. And today we are joined in the live virtual studios ooh, with talent, sensation, beauty, grace, uh, other adjectives and nouns and verbs to describe Shakona Fire. Hey, yeah! Shakona, how are you? I'm good, baby. How are you? I am, I, I. I hate you because of how beautiful <laughs> you are, <laughs> okay, professional journalism right here, I hate you, you're a terrible human, and, ah, uh, because look how, like, for those of you who are listening on radio, slash, uh, on podcast, Shikona Fire is in full beat, she looks absolutely stunning, and I have come looking like, a, you know, some sort of, like, I don't know Toad from Toad Hall. I don't know what I've done. I've made I it's
1: very good. it's very grizzabella from Cats. Like I'm waiting for memories to just cue the track.
0: Like thank you. Your new number. That is that my is. number because I've got early onset dementia and I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. So <laughs> here we are, memories. <laughs> so Shikoda, um because driving Homo is an LGBTQI plus community radio show podcast YouTube show. The first question I always try and ask are uh, queer people, uh, what pronouns are we using today? He, she, they, what are we doing? Um, my main pronouns that I use in, like,
1: more, like, day-to-day life is, like, usually they, them, Mm. but in drag, I'll accept she,
0: because it's drag, and I'm very femme, so yeah. Do you feel, like, okay, so, like, and that's the journey I'm on, and tea, I'm in, uh, a shambles drag today, because, you know, why not, and, I still, I don't know what it is, but I feel uncomfortable a little bit, not like completely, but when everyone says, oh yeah, she's fierce. And they look at me, I'm like, maybe I have an issue with the word fierce as well. But like, like, I, do you feel, do you feel like, I don't know when someone mispronouns you or like when, especially when you are in drag, obviously when we're in drag and someone's like, oh, he's great. I'm like, I, like, yeah. I, I do it like a, a side turn, I'm like, I'm sorry, who the, who the what? Like, but, yeah. but, but then also when someone says she, I'm still a little bit like, I'm sorry, Linda, mm-hmm. what was, what was that? Like, why? Yeah. Do you, so do you, do you feel, you, you, you prefer they, but yeah she in a pinch?
1: Yeah, like, cause she is like kind of how I started doing drag anyway, mm-hmm. so it kind of makes sense so i understand if somebody says oh yeah she's fierce and so it's it's kind of nice like i don't yeah. really mind if someone does it when i'm in drag um mm-hmm. but then if i'm out of drag then like some people will always just say she and call me shakona anyway because that's just how they know me and then that's fine yeah um but, like for most people i would say it's like they them yeah so, like some people some places i perform in even if i am like dressed completely like this like full for, for everything yeah it's like they'll say they anyway because they know or like depending on what I'm about to perform and stuff like that so I think it just depends
0: I say th- and I think maybe I think maybe we're biased a little bit in terms of like the people that we surround ourselves with because we're um queer performers and we're naturally um surrounding by people that are very open and inclusive and tolerant and stuff and I think for me anyway I think that I uh quite often use they as like a base level So I'll go like, if I don't know, if I don't know the pronouns that they prefer to use, I will stick with they until I know fully which one they, so like, if I'm talking to a drag performer who is either a king or queen or whatever, um, I will use their sort of drag persona preference pronoun. But like, if they're just like, I guess, for lack of a better word, a muggle, like regular daytime folk, um, I stick with they until I know until I hear them use pronouns themselves. So, yeah, but that's,
1: yeah, yeah. Um... I'm just saying, like, I usually just go with they, I feel like they is like a good safe bet, like, but I sometimes do also just ask, I feel like it's getting better now where it's more acceptable to be like, hey what are your names, what are your pronouns, like if somebody asks you, like it's alright, like that's like something that happened, that's like another part of like the smoking area conversation
0: talk, do you know what I mean? So. I mean, don't even yeah, get me okay. started. Don't even get me started on smoking area conversations. The amount of things that I've done are not safe for public radio. Oh dear. Ah! Uh, speaking. So we would. We were. Or well, you mentioned, and I can see you because visible. Um, you do drag? Uh, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if i okay so i i've known you for upwards of minutes and uh, to the three uber drivers who are listening um i validate shakona fire and everything that they do um if i was to attend one of your gigs not that i would ever do that because i'm so booked and blessed uh with all of all of the all of the the gigs um if i was to attend a shakona fire gig what would i be expecting to see question mark Hmm. Uh, I shouldn't be laughing like when yeah, you have been like, you were. have yeah, so been blessed and that's when I started laughing. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what? I, I support you on that journey. I support that laughter because I have <laughs> nothing. Actually, that's, that's not, that's a, that's a lie. I've got a couple of gigs coming up um, that I cannot, right. that I can, they're corporate gigs. And apparently this messy messy hoe um, is getting the corporate money. So that's great. <laughs> Yeah. So, oh, yes, I, I <laughs> yes paying the rent Woo-hoo! Yeah. Um, so oh yeah so Shaco- so shakona I, I i know you and i've seen multiple gigs and multiple performances mm-hmm. and shows and routines that you've done over um throughout um i guess london for for me anyway mm. um what are what are some of the things that like so for me i'm very much a comedy queen i don't know if i want to be like it's just something that just comes naturally to me but um what is something that is very quintessentially shakona
1: um i would say something that's very quintessentially shakona is um upliftment and community like Mm. whether i'm hosting or whether i'm performing like i kind of always bring a sense of like myself into everything i do like shakona fire isn't like a character it's just a high femme version of me every single day like if you've had a conversation with me out of drag you're having a conversation in drag like it's it's, you know so i would say the thing that you will probably see throughout everything is like just like upliftment like i always want to like make people happy and entertain people but i want to like uplift people and like help someone's night um
0: be like that a little bit better um i would also uh throw in a caveat and say that you are somewhat high energy um usually yeah not always but i would say 90 percent of the time you make me feel
1: change here and there yeah there's yeah there there are
0: there are moments uh where I my my whole body just sort of aches um with enjoyment uh is the word I'm gonna use but pain is <laughs> the realization it's just I, I I can't there is things that you do on stage that just and I think like you you hit the nail on the head I, I know you're talking about it yourself but um you hit the nail on the head in terms of like it's uplifting but also there's there's always a, a message even if it's not super loud sometimes it's not super loud but sometimes it's like very much at the forefront, at the front of, like, like, this is my message, this is what the story is, you're gonna listen, and do you, do you find, because I, I'm someone similar, maybe not as uh, loud, I don't think, as you, I'm very much like, here's a subliminal message, like, I did a routine about homelessness, but, like, it was, uh, like, the, the song was, um, dancing in the street, so it's, like, a camp high energy dance, but, like, the subl- like the subliminal message was like like homelessness in the UK let's do it um whereas yours yours are quite very much like this is the message this is what we're talking yeah. about like yeah. do do you do you find that do you find that that's important in drag or do you find that like like why do why do you navigate toward that kind of lack of a better word activism why do you why do you think it's important to be loud and outspoken and visible
1: yeah i like both i like it when i have acts which are where some people have called some acts political and i'm like this is a political act i might not see that way. some acts that like um because i've got a Paris' burning number and somebody said that like yeah that's a political act and i was like i don't necessarily see it it, yeah that's um with people differently and with the the homelessness is a good one because i have an act about homelessness yeah and for mine like i the original version before i reworked it um now i don't do this anymore but before the whole thing like half of the routine it's like a contemporary dance routine and half of it i was actually in a box um, that's cab
0: what
1: well, yeah. but like and <laughs> I yeah well i did but then i ditched the box because there was one gift i forgot the box and so i was just like and then now i don't use the box anymore but um yeah it's like, and i use um there's a singer that i love called javaya and she does a cover of say something like say something i'm not living, like that song and so yeah. i do it to that so yeah, yeah sometimes the message is like this is what it is
0: <laughs>
1: I, do, I do like that i do like that i there's times where it's like maybe a message maybe not or like there's messages but it's really fun but i also love being like this is the message
0: this is (laughs) like you will listen this is the thing that you will do um also also, it's quite interesting i I don't know how because i'm wearing glasses so i can't see all of the the color textures within your camera but i have your is your backdrop as blue as mine is that is that a a, a lavender um, backdrop. It's a it's a
1: tapestry but um, along a rail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, mine is um some sequin fabric um that I will be sewing into a gown when I learn how
1: yeah. to. I'm gonna make <laughs> too. I'm gonna make like one of my two of my housemates um, can sew. Yeah. And we were talking about like, oh yeah, I can't sew, so like we need to like
0: teach me how to sew because I just want to learn how to make my own stuff. So I'm yeah, like, I don't want this tapestry anymore. Let's make it into something. <laughs> into something. No, I'm well, I'm fully yeah. the same. I bought a sewing machine. I have some fabric. I just need to learn how to thread the needle. And let's like go no. on that emotional journey. But then also, I feel yeah. like you know, learn some makeup skills. Put on some outfits that don't look like you look like a homeless peasant woman from nineteen hundreds Russia. Like, you know, we've, we. I've got multiple journeys that I've got to go on. Um, speaking <laughs> speaking of multiple journeys, I was lucky enough. Ooh, to see a bit of a sneak peek of something that you've uh you will be releasing in the coming days now Ooh. the uh the title forgive me if i've forgotten it already was it alone in my room yes oh, i remembered alone yes. in my room <laughs> i'm like yes i remembered something um so i, I know this is coming to uh, it's going to be released for a, a gig that you're doing um uh in a couple of days but uh what is alone in my room because it was very i guess it was like kind of a little bit old school shakona so like for me yeah like a lot of the stuff that you're doing now is like high energy like it still has a message but it's very high energy and like very like sometimes nonsense and ridiculous and camp and uh stupid but like great and then this one went on a little bit of a different turn can you explain yeah. that turn and why you chose to do that rather than the stuff that you're kind of doing now
1: yeah so i was asked by um, a place called Outpost gallery which mm. is operating in um to just make something for their digital show and i just thought okay i'll self-film some stuff and we worried about like songs and copyright and all of that stuff and yeah so i was like oh, i could do some work because i've been kind of writing words for ages but just not performing it and I performed it like a little bit so then I just thought okay I could do we were when we were speaking at the beginning part of the process I was like Mm -hmm. well what if I do word and I do movement along with it like and I just record it myself and then they were just like oh yeah sure and at first I wasn't going to record the whole thing myself I was just like I'll record some stuff and it will look great and I'll like seamless I'll like make it look seamless and like have connections with all the stuff Mm -hmm. and so I wrote it, but I realised I was going on this high energy thing because I think when I first started doing drag, um, like the second time I started doing drag, I was like very, I went in like, I didn't think I was political, but I ended up being political with the subject matters I kind of spoke about and everything was like very stripped back, hardly wear a wig. Anyone that knows old school would see like my natural afro hair, a bandana, a robe and then there would just be some kind of a message or there would be maybe like a showgirl costume here and there. Yeah. like very, very like stripped back. Like that's kind of the thing that I was getting, and then I switched to like the more like energetic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt like it was it was a long time coming. I haven't mm-hmm. been that stripped back before, and I know that there's some people that kind of might miss that side of me, or probably like haven't have wondered like if I do tap into that side. Yeah. And there are some people that only know me for doing higher energy stuff with messages and haven't seen the stripped back Both. stuff. So I just yeah um do something more straight back especially in this time we're living i'm like i'm like let me just like record some stuff and like just see what happens and then midway through the process then i actually named it alone in my room it wasn't until like i filmed most of it and then i was just like oh this
0: is yeah this is what it is well i mean and so like i don't want to give too much away um with the because oh exclusive but um it it it, i guess it travels it's a three-part saga in terms of a day in the life of shakona and what they have to deal with in terms of like
1: Mm.
0: i guess the transformation from waking up to um doing a show and then like going to bed essentially it's it's quite it's quite powerful and uh, like you laughed before at my ridiculousness i also had a moment where you're like oh i shouldn't be laughing in this moment but also i think it's one of Mm those like because it's um it's half down it's half dance or half movement half um spoken word and i think for me anyway and i don't know about you but um because i think we're similar in terms of like high energy but also well you're high energy and I'm here um but like <laughs> I try to be high energy look at me go Woo-hoo. um but like I think um I think it's uh what was I gonna say it's it's there are moments where like because spoken words is very serious and my natural mm. state of being is have a laugh make fun play around be a messy po mm. and like having to sit down and like serious face um listen and like take the message in um it was cute and then there was a moment i was like Haha! like lo- like audibly laughed i like oh wait no that's not the moment that's not the moment that's not the tea christine like no don't do that um but then it it it, it called me back and then that the last i don't ever again everyone has their favorites everyone has things when they see yeah. so this is a three parts a uh, three-part saga um for me uh, I don't know why,, uh, but I resonated strongly, and I connected strongly with the the last one, which was um, uh, was it a, a black drag queen, another black drag oh, queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like that that especially connected to me and the writing and just the the videography and the graphics and stuff like that was wonderful well, from my from my humble opinion, um was wonderfully done so um it's gonna be it's good you said it's gonna be released in the next couple of days you said so like uh where yeah so the gallery
1: is gonna like stream it on their site on yeah. the 10th of september yeah um and then i'll probably watch it along with everyone as well because i like seeing obviously like without a lot of audiences i like being see in real time what people think so i'll be watching it along with yeah hosts, hiding in I'll the background on... yeah i'll just be there like <laughs> um and then um I'll like post it probably like on YouTube or on Instagram or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um like like after that. Yeah.
0: Well I mean so what is your it's at Shakona Fire, isn't it? Yes, at yeah. Shakona Fire. Okay. And um so uh what was the question I was gonna ask you? I have the answer to that. It's in my head. I'm saying these words. <laughs> to remind myself of what I was going to say. And that was, you said, and this is um, like an... <coughs> <no. laughs> Are you, are you having an alcoholic beverage, you yeah. how dare. Oh, are you okay? Are you there? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, I'm there. I um, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Okay, good. Can you still uh-huh. hear me? We, we had a bit of a like yeah, a yeah lag... I can hear you okay uh, we had a laggy moment and I was like oh no I don't want to have to like <sighs> um so we had the... so we were talking about how you started very serious and you had those sort of like uh, spoken mm-hmm. word serious like I guess gender non-binary kind of journey in terms of your drag evolution um and how you were saying some people know you for this and some people know you for the high energy camp stuff um do you find that there's do you do you get a lot of people that are um very divisive in terms of like oh i, I would rather this shakona or i would rather this shakona and because i've had that in the past where like because i do drag but i also do a stand-up and i also do burlesque and i also do radio so like i do lots of things there's more than one thing to me there's more than one thing to shakona do you find that yeah. when you're booked for shows or when people are talking to you do they go oh i would rather you do this or are they just happy with with what you want to do kind of thing does that does that make sense
1: um, yeah I think, I think we're, so for some acts because of when I kind of switched everything up was when people kind of started to notice me more so a lot yeah. of some people might not even know some other stuff exists so there's some acts that are really really serious and so hmm. you only know it if I've actually offered it to you yeah. and that's a really really thing to have as an artist to be like I have these acts and you're able to put so much value into them like you probably only know them if you've seen me do it which is very very rare yeah. or I've actually it to you and being like if you want me to do this i'll do it and then (laughs) there's some stuff which um i always kind of like to perform for the room i'm walking into yeah there are some spaces where and some people might not like this but like there's some places where political a political act might not work and maybe if you want to put on a message you have to do it in a certain type of way Mm -hmm. that will still um uplift people people will get the message but they can still have a good time and so i love doing um the numbers like that especially but I don't really get a lot of there's not really a lot of divisiveness about like yeah. what Shakota people like because by the time I started doing more uplifting acts and stuff like that and more camp stuff, yeah. that was when things were actually taking off yeah so it was just kind of at the time when I started my bar whatever residency like, two and a bit years ago so that was when some people actually like I was shortly out of a competition and then I got the residency and then that was when people started knowing me for doing other stuff so people know I can do a range of things it's just that I don't know if everyone will know fully what that range is I feel like some people have seen the full range but to see the full range of what I've actually done yeah um had to probably be there at the start and then see it now Mm -hmm. i thought or like you see me doing one of those old acts um in a new in a new place
0: i think and you you said something interesting um where you have to as a performer because we're going all over the place we're doing different gigs at different venues and you have to recognize the venue and you have to recognize the people that you're going to go perform for because some mm. venues so like I remember doing a show uh, at halfway to heaven I love halfway to heaven I think it's a phenomenal place um I spent too much of my time there before lockdown um and I was doing a show and there was another performer on the on the bill that did a very politically charged very like serious like they started writing word like um lgbt slurs on their body as if to go like these are the the hate speech that i have endured um which it's a powerful message but Mm -hmm. at that venue on like a friday night when everyone's trying to have a kiki and a drink like i don't think that ven- like that venue, that space, that time was the right time for that uh for that conversation to be had. But is it a valid yeah. one? Yes. So it's yeah. it's a I think we have to recognize and I think you hit the nail on the head where you said like you have to go, okay, do they want a camp number? Like or what is the venue like traditionally? What are they yeah. going to expect? Like at bar whatever, obviously you could do whatever you want to do. But then, if you go to like two brewers, for example, um, you have to think, okay, this is the clientele that are usually there. This is what they usually have in terms of bookings. So think about you need to manage yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah. And sometimes, like I've been surprised because sometimes I would like automatically assume um but sometimes they ask i'm like do you want something political or do you not like what do you do like what do you do and some places where um they only want a high energy like more fun camp number and then that's fine i love being camp i love pulling out a good donna summer i love pulling out a good hamilton mix or anything like that like that's great um but like i like noticed that for a while i was just kind of like just not doing it or just assuming that i couldn't mm. and then being really surprised by like other artists that would do a political number like a brunch like somewhere random where you at think a, a brunch sort of, at a brunch at a brunch um in brixton yeah. and uh um, someone did something political and i was just like and it went down so well everybody mm. was just so down for it because sometimes you never know but yeah it is usually about like the the audience the venues the booker, um and like that but that's why i like to be like have a message in different ways there's never going to be one way it's not always like all of my acts have a message but it's not always going to be hard-hitting yeah so i'll probably get to the point where i'm asking bookers now like okay how political do you want me do you want me out of a yeah. like? <laughs> Eight,
0: Like I was like how far yeah. do you want this to Sh- like, fire, like, fire will burn you with their politicalness, how far, yeah, like, how far do you want me really to get?
1: Yeah. How far do you want this to go because there's some numbers which is like really really serious about like um racism on gay apps and stuff mm. like that and that's a very fact number Or oh, there's one where I mix um like um Billy Porter it's like kind of like a Billy Porter mix but there's Billy Porter and mm. there's some other um uh people in there as well yeah. and I mix um, Truth hurts by Lizzo because I want it to, to be like um do you know where Billy Paul was like um I'm a man wearing a dress and that's how I feel like it yeah. but i mean, it right, because out of it like do you know what I mean that's like I like making things like there's a yeah. message but also you can kind of like, you can groove to it but yeah. then there's also like messages. So you know I think you've just you've just got to like work out where you can do certain things and it takes time as well. It's like at first I had no idea
0: what was and now look okay. at you. you... And, now look I know, at you. <laughs> and now you've made it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, you are um, a drag performer. you are phenomenal. I love, validate, respect, you as a human. Uh, question: what are I'm gonna say three. What are your top three drag? necessities what are the three things that you're like i need this to do drag or i need this to do drag um i mean
1: besides like makeup and clothes yeah like besides that um i would say peacefulness like i need to be make sure like focus i need focus i need to be make sure that i'm focused and i know what i'm doing especially if i am doing something with a more hard-hitting message i need to mm-hmm. be focused um I need to be alert um and so then I'm just aware of my surroundings and like aware of like what's going on um especially with someone like I have anxiety and stuff like that so I need to for me I need to be able to know kind of what's going on and where so then I may like stay alert of like where I need to be especially when you start being a host you need to be alert of like what's going on agreed um and then the and then the last thing i would say is um a glass of wine I'm just gonna, uh. yes obviously obviously a small amount of alcohol always uh, helps i would probably say um oh gosh what would i say i would say just like music i always love listening to music like before i go to my gig, like on the way there i'll like listen to i probably like if you've seen me perform best know i probably listen to this track yeah. twice be like while i'm getting ready and then once in the uber ride and then i'm good because i kind of like know my material now so i need like my phones my phone so i can like listen to my tracks like as i'm so i'm in that space
0: i am terrible with that so like i did that when i sort of first started out in terms of like my lipstick journey but um Mm. i i don't care anymore like in terms of like my like i think i have enough uh <laughs> don't you don't you judge me uh i i have i've gotten to a stage in my lip sync journey where most of my routines and my matchups and my edits i've listened to while i've been editing them several times over so i feel oh, confident yeah. by the time i get the only and like you said you're on an anxiety journey so am i um and so maybe that sort of throws in like the anxiety you like oh, I'm going to forget the number, I'm going to forget the routine. I need to listen to it again. Um, so I yeah. think I've jumped that wave and I've managed to surpass that, which is great. But um, and you did you like, say when you're getting ready, what is the thing that sort of you said sometimes you're calm and centered but sometimes you listen to music as well i yeah. i i don't know why because i don't think i'm on this journey so much but like i have an indie playlist i listen to like an indie 100 like mm-hmm. th- like indie music i don't i don't know the names of the songs i don't know the names of the artists i don't know it's on spotify i've just put indie in and just do 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 and then drag i don't know what it is. i feel like layla mcqueen that's like that's my vibe in my head. I'm like, I am living my full little McQueen fantasy. I'm getting up in my indie realness, and then I come out looking like it's magical. Yeah, yeah. But what is there something that you do when you're getting ready? So like some some queens listen to stand up comedy, some uh, watch TV. Like what 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 do you do when you're getting ready? Or are you just mm. focus on the drag? Um,
1: now I usually just focus on like just putting the makeup on my face, and yeah. then now that... the I don't always need to listen to the track, Cause now we're like kind of doing gigs again like I've had a few live gigs mm-hmm. now um and so these past few times I've actually not really listened to the song like that on the way there I've been able to just kind of remember and just kind of do Camp. it um but yeah I like to kind of like listen to the number I will actually you know every time I get ready I usually play like an artist on my phone mm-hmm. um anyone who knows me knows I love like 90s like R&B hip-hop jazz so then I'll put on like jasmine sullivan shuffle jill scott shuffle like do you know what i mean like Erica abadu shuffle like, like literally and that is how <gasps> i do <can, sighs> all like shuffle and
0: like i'll put on one of- did you say wait did you say did you say brandy yeah i live for brandy okay so this yeah. is this is real tea and this is so stupid do you remember brandy in the cinderella movie that she was in with like whoopi goldberg yeah. okay
1: oh that is the best cinderella
0: movie of all time fight me <laughs> it is it is so stupid but i support it a hundred percent and like <laughs> it's so like like i i remember i remember it first well, when i first saw it i was like like you asked the questions like how can a a black mother and a a, a white father have a filipino son and then why is yeah, it like... and then like the stepmother is white and then like brandy is a person of color so it's like oh yeah is there, like slavery connections and Bernadette peters who played the stepmother actually like expressed this issue was like um i don't want to play this unless like i want it to be done tastefully and respectfully i don't want to come across as like kind of like a slave owner essentially i don't want to yeah. um i don't want that to happen and um you know so they they did that with that in mind but like oh, i i every year at Christmas, because I, I don't know what it is with Christmas, but I always seem to get really sick the like leading up to Christmas. I'd get like stomach bugs mm. or like migraines or something. And I it would just, it would just be horrible. And then at the sort of tail end of my sickness, Cinderella with Brandy would come on and I would be like, yes. So like, this would yes. be my chi- childhood Christmas was listening to whitney houston and brandy sing like um impossible oh um, live for that live for that,
1: that people, people talk about like diversity and stuff it's like you have a white man a black woman
0: and an asian baby Win. it can work and no one, <laughs> no,
1: one no one did,
0: exactly like i remember as a child i was just like okay like i mean it was yeah. con- it was confused it was confusing for a second but then like after i was yeah. like i was like okay like it's just it's yeah. a story it's
1: a fairy tale like nothing like, needs to like fit with biology like do you know what i mean it's like <laughs> it's,
0: just, it's fairy tale? it
1: was like
0: okay um but it was sorry like
1: I've, I've lost my phone at parties bitch you think a man came and found me no <laughs> <laughs> a fairy tale
0: oh my god i just i can't and some of them are so like some of the new ones oh oh, speaking of new ones and speaking of like things that are sort of like mildly problematic have you seen the new disney um uh not animated film mulan the new remake the live action have you seen that yet uh
1: the trailers but i've not seen the movie is it really is that already out
0: Is so i i have seen it and yeah um i thought the backlash was going on about it yeah i i feel well i mean obviously i'm not pan asian so i can't i can't comment specifically to that but what i will say is i do not think that particular show or movie brings honor to us all i think it is it is very i think it's very white it's not whitewashed in terms of the characters all of the actors the people in the movie are um asian or all of asian descent yeah. but it was very clear that everyone behind the camera right. like was you know probably a middle-aged cis white guy that i'm just yeah. like oh, okay you just want to get money like you're just ticking boxes right now and you want mm-hmm. and you want money and so like i remember watching aladdin as well the aladdin one was terrible and i think i think oh. they're trying to um bring nostalgia and bring that sort of element of like oh maybe it'll be cute and maybe it'll be but oh it was honey it was and it was like it was one of those things where it's like they wanted it to be like because it was a live action remake they wanted it to be believable and real but then they threw in those sort of crouching tiger hidden dragon the matrix style those movements where yeah,
1: it's like those I saw like I saw an article where it was like where it didn't bring honor to us all and I saw that article and I was like oh god no and <laughs> then I heard about um they brought in some witchcraft and yeah. some other things I'm just like huh like I was like, oh, like this no, move on no. I was like I don't I don't understand um but yeah like a cast I feel like it's a good thing to know like you can have diverse as much diversity as you want in front of the camera mm. it will not resonate as much and it will not work as well if there are people behind the camera who know this story and who can resonate with it in a, a, a certain way like Ryan Murphy is a great example of doing Pose and making sure like Janet Mark, who is a Black trans woman mm-hmm. was one of the producers of Pose and also do di- I think directed one of the episodes and that's how you do it you have people in front and behind to make sure that both sides are are like match up so then there isn't this huge disconnect because yeah. you can ha- see it all asian people or all black people or all hispanic people but then the message won't won't fit so that's kind of sad because like mulan's like one of my favorite Disney princesses well, yeah. i mean it's
0: i mean it's fine and that is where yeah. i get like it's fine and that's how i felt about aladdin that's how i felt about a lot of them it's just like they're just mm they're trying to cash in on that nostalgia and i'm like yeah i remember mushu the dragon and i'm like if uh. like camp like um like sidekick yeah. uh, band- yeah. wilderness realness he like, no he's not in it but there is there it's... is a phoenix that sort of pops up every so often i'm just like wait you can have an animated phoenix that isn't believable or real I'm like believing. exactly
1: yeah. this isn't harry Potter. she's not dumbledore like a phoenix. Oh, <laughs> a
0: phoenix yeah could you imagine mulan sitting around she's like uh like she's like i'm gonna fight I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna make a man out of you she turns around and then dumbledore's standing right there she's like, like oh literally. i'll make a man out of you dumbledore mulan, what you're
1: not out of dumbledore the second the phoenix will come at your time of
0: age <laughs> like, it's like ah. i mean that's tea um <laughs> But it was oh. it, 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 I, I guess what i will say is there was a storyline with the connection to the witch that was quite interesting but i just i think all of it sort of got overshadowed by you know mm. the the terrible editing and producing and stuff of the show but like yeah the, the, there was a there was a slither of a message that i was like oh this could be interesting um but unfortunately terrible um, um, speaking of things that are terrible the uk thought no <laughs> Um, so no, uh, what I was going to say, uh, is, um, because... <laughs> no, no, I, I, I was joking. Like the UK is great as, <laughs> as someone who moved here. Um, I, yeah. I, I love the UK. Don't kick me out. Um, oh. no. So what, what I was going to say is, and the reason I said that the UK is terrible and I was joking, but, um, do you know, there is a TV, a television show called Strictly. You're a professional dancer. Yeah. You are great at the movements. No, 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 no. <laughs> you like mm. I'm not I didn't train. I just like I just no, like I did some You are professional and then I you, you're on stage, you dance, you get paid to do it, therefore you're professional. Did uh-huh. you have did you have the training? No. I'm
1: a, I'm a drag queen dancer, you know, <laughs> almost every drag queen calls themselves a dancer. <laughs> I
0: and mean, that's true. we like, uh, do you remember, I think it was Kennedy Davenport was like, yes, I'm a dancer, high energy, high energy. And then like, when she's asked to do like choreography, she's like, okay, I can't do this. It's like, there's that moment yeah. where you're like, I'm a phenomenal dancer, but then like, can I do choreography? Yeah. No, I can't. Um, I mean,
1: well, there's kind sort of a difference between like dancer, choreographer, some people are both, some people are just one or the other
0: well that's that is that is t christine Mm (laughs) um so so strictly ooh, um has now i don't know if it's started yet but they have um released a statement saying that they are um one of the contestants will be competing with Uh, a same-sex partner. So Nicola Adams, Mm -hmm. who, uh, for those playing the home game, was a, or is a boxer and I believe won a medal in the Olympics for said uh, hitty, punchy, throwy things. And (laughs) that's all I know about boxing, I don't know much. Um, But yeah, so she is going to be dancing on Strictly um, with uh, a lady. Yay! what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on said situation um i think it's
1: great like i don't think it needs to be like a novelty i feel like every once in a while like something like this because i feel like there's been same-sex couples on strictly or some kind of like shows like this before and like it it's it's either when you see it it's either better or the same like it's it doesn't really make a a, a bad or weird impact to the show itself it's yeah. the dancing show and dance has nothing like the art of dance and movement has nothing to do with your race gender or sexuality or any of those things So exactly. it's kind of like well it doesn't matter if it is and like why like yeah so i feel like yeah it's great but also like why not have to straight women dance together or have two straight guys dance together and see how that works you know what i mean i feel like just do it and incorporate it and then it will just still be the same. also so like
0: the funny thing the funny thing about this whole situation is that like I, I don't know if it was accidental or if it was on purpose or if it was like there are some media outlets um that have um congratulated her on on being a part of the um uh the show but they um said that she was bisexual whereas she had to come out and say actually no I'm a lesbian and Uh, it is it's it's interesting to it would be interesting to know I mean obviously we're never going to know this but like was this mm -hmm. like an accident did they go like oh it's more palatable it's easier for us to sell a a bisexual woman than it is to sell a lesbian woman like Mm. is that it's it's an interesting one to have I but you're I feel like it's like
1: when they're bi everybody yeah. is like you're gay what do you mean <laughs> like it's like a, it's like you're no and then when women say they're bi it's like it's like well women say they're gay everybody thinks that they're bi and it's like no like you can like you can you can still be gay like you can still be lesbian. like so I think that maybe you know there's many layers to tv and production so like you can tell like the first executive producer whoever you're working with something they've got a second person that person probably has an assistant and then there's someone in the office probably called philippa or like jordan or sandrine and then they're the ones that have to write the stuff do you know what i mean so it's like maybe it got lost in translation sorry any philippas or sandrines or jordan's watching sorry love you babes i love love
0: everything you do keep filing those
1: papers i just keep licking them envelopes <laughs> um, but seriously like I think it's a possibility that it could have gotten lost in translation I'm getting better now at like not like because before I would be like this is you know yeah. but then now I'm like okay when it comes to like TV and production stuff I'm like okay I'm getting better at like now training myself to be like something could have been lost in translation but also it does if people do have a strong reaction to it it is because it feeds into this thing of like when women say they're gay everybody usually finds it more like sexy or like say bye or something like that so maybe that I think that, like, people might feel a certain way about it because of that, Mm -hmm. but why it was written might not be for that reason, if that makes sense.
0: No, it 100% makes sense. And that I, you've reminded me and you've connected me to something that, and I don't know why Mm -hmm. I'm doing this with my hand, I'm some sort of a weird, stupid Uh, um, velociraptor. These are all the people that enjoyed it. Oh, none. Great. Excellent. Um, But so you, you said uh, television editing and video editing and like things for TV sometimes can be lost in translation or sometimes the editing can be sort of misconstrued and stuff. And I want to talk about casually side, sidetrack into it, um, is Jeffrey Boyer Chapman on Drag Race Canada and uh, the portrayal what that a, was, that ooh, ooh, so like, I, 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 get, I don't know about you, but for me, I, um oh, this i i don't know this he's fine he's fine he's problematic at times because he's a judge and judges mm-hmm. say things that are mildly at times yeah. controversial or you know can be like hot buttony but like a lot mm-hmm. of people went on the attack and i do you have any feels before i share my feelings so with the Jeffrey thing like I can
1: understand why people first of all they're judges like it's it is I feel like but and even I was part of the circle as well like people that saw drag races like this is what it's supposed to be and blah, blah, blah. but I feel like now I'm getting to the point where it's a television show and so there's a lot of production as much as it's queer and about drag and about being yourself it's also a reality tv show and so like the judges are going to judge, and he's being paid to judge. And so, everything that he's saying could be from anything. Do you know what I mean? It could be a line, and maybe they cut out the first and the third sentence of it. Who knows? So, I think, like, I understand why the Jeffrey thing is. The only thing that I, when watching Drag Race Canada, where I was a bit like, oof, um, was when it Alona? was we were talking to Alona and it was about Her the last thing. And I, saw, I saw, like, uh, another um conversation that other drag race girls from america had Mm -hmm. and they were talking about like you're on drag race you know so you're you everything on drag race i guess is supposed to be perfect or whatnot and so they were kind of siding with the thing of oh no she could have done this or she could have done that and so i understand um that i think it's important to know like yes you're in drag race so it's still drag but it's a very heightened version of drag where it's almost near perfect drag yeah which most people that do drag aren't necessarily doing that in their local bars
0: I mean I am but it's like yeah
1: but like but like, if Alona was like that and just wearing their skin Mm. as they are which is beautiful like Mm. dimpled scars like I have scars on my ass as well like who cares most people do but I um so I understand the thing of like it's drag race it's drag race and I understand the argument I think that some people don't understand that there are many people that are watching Drag Race, many people that could maybe liked that they didn't see a perfectly smooth photoshopped ass on somebody, they probably liked that Alona is a bigger girl, she's curvy, you know, she's working it out and so yep. I think that that is a good thing to see and I think that it, I don't think that their intention Because it came off a bit like, oh wow, oh okay, but I don't think their intention. I don't think anyone's is going to be anyone's intention. Any one of those three judges to purposely like body shame or to do anything to somebody where like it doesn't. Yeah. I but I think that when you say something about someone's bodies, it can come across. A certain way to many different people and i think that that's why the reaction was what it was because it's kind of like well well what are you what are you saying because we have so many conversations about like editing photos and like or looking on instagram and stuff like that and then the moment you have someone that maybe doesn't look near perfect then they get told to put some concealer on their bum or something like that mm-hmm. so i think that it's TV, like I said before, it's TV, so things can be edited to look a little bit more harsh than intended. Yeah, I think I so. Think they meant it. Yeah, to be hard. No, well, so was, There was a. I saw
0: what I saw. There was an wow. interview. There was an interview with Alona, and she was like, when it came out, she was like, in the moment, I was fine, and like now i'm kind of fine with it like i can understand why people are getting up in arms but she was like yeah i didn't like i wasn't super offended because like it was just a critique and i think jeffrey's i think the premise behind the message and as myself i get my ass out on the regular um on Mm. on stage um but uh i think the reason they mentioned it is because it's television and the cameras pick up different things that maybe if we were on stage so like if they're on stage fine do it as like dress as you would but when you're on television you need to maybe think about how the camera is going to pick up certain textures yeah you know i guess um so you were sorry
1: it's HD yeah exactly
0: oh and some of those some of those like the Canada like I was looking at them and going oh wow their makeup is as good as mine and then like realizing that I am a shambles of a human um Uh so like (laughs) some of those zoom-ins were like homophobic um but yeah I just but also like he Jeffrey Jeffrey Boyer Chapman got to a point during the during the season of Canada's Drag Race where he had to take himself off Twitter and then I think maybe a week or two weeks after that Widow Von du, um, from season 12 of Drag Race had to take herself off of Drag Race for similar reasons and I was just like yeah. and I I mean everyone has their own likes and dislikes from the cast of Drag Race but when season 12 came out and like the first two episodes Widow Von was in like my top three top four I was like oh yeah you know she was from the from the jump I was like she is great she had a bit of a rocky turn like toward the end of her run but like Mm -hmm. but I thought her looks were on point I thought her personality was on point I thought like she was someone that I would love to spend time with and when I saw that she sort of went off off Twitter and she uh, she rightly said that there is a um a disconnect with uh POC drag queens or drag performers um versus um I guess cis white performers um and the judgment that they get it's just it, it frustrates me to no end and i am i guess i'm an ally i'm an ally um yeah <laughs> i was like am i yes i am yes I am. yes i am who's i'm one of
1: those what well, i will knight you oh. makeup oh
0: brush <laughs> like well shakona's done it therefore it's true therefore it's happened. uh can you use that makeup <laughs> brush to fix all of this um I appreciate the allyship but also fix this mess um Ah. (laughs) but so like I I I it was interesting with Jeffrey Boyer Chapman I think because um for me I noticed um that Brooklyn Heights and Stacey McKenzie Mm -hmm. um they were both saying similar things both positive and negative and jeffrey boy they all had like their critiques were similar it's just i I think maybe (sighs) do you think it was do you think it was racially charged the people that were attacking i didn't see any of the attacks and stuff do you Mm. think it was more racially charged or do you think there was something else because i feel like There was a healthy well an unhealthy mixture of a few things going on in there because they were all saying the same things and stacy is obviously a person of color as well so yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like is it racism or are they just being a terrible person like
1: yeah I think I didn't see because I don't I'm not on Twitter like I don't have Twitter I've tried it and then I just couldn't I, I just can't. Babe you're not missing so, much,
0: you're not missing
1: I, much. I don't think I am like I, I don't so I don't know if it was because I've not really seen a lot of it but mm-hmm. I think um, it's not like necessarily what like my nano is says this it's not what you say it's how you say it yeah. and I think that not necessarily because I feel like Brooklyn and Jeffrey and stacey all said the same kind of comment yeah i just think it probably came across differently yeah and i don't know like i i don't think like i wasn't even that mad at jeffrey i was just like damn this seems a bit harsh okay this work whatever like that was kind of it, it was just a cute little moment and then move on but some people were like real mad and i'm yeah. like calm down I'm, like what do you say about it jeffrey like what did he what did he what do to you do? Like, i don't think he's done anything like that terrible um i mean reality show we're still talking about it so he's kind of done
0: his job (laughs) yeah exactly that's the tea and what i what i was what i will say um and i said this before on the show and i'll say it again um he is just a beautiful man he is just a he he just i would with consent with consent i would do all of the things to that human i would oh oh love that man so But because of that pretty privilege, because he has that beautiful, he just walks the world with like, he's kind of, like, doors just open for, him. not all doors, obviously, because he's, yeah. you know, a of colour, and some, unfortunately, some doors are closed, which, you know, it's terrible, um, but, yeah. like, he is a beautiful man, and with that beauty, like, he goes on Drag Race, and RuPaul sexually objectifies him in front of, you know, the world, and wow. that's sort of, like, that's, like, cute, like, now he's, like, essentially, he's made it, and like he's it's it's one of those things where it's like people have said yes to him so much so to the point where um uh he said people have said yes to him so much so that he's forgotten what it's like maybe to be at the negative end of the spectrum maybe i don't know i don't know i like him yeah i like him
1: i just think i I think he's cool. Like I think he's die mm. right. Like I like I like the judging panel. I like <sighs> Okay. And, and, Here's the key.
0: Like,
1: I'm just like, give Brooklyn the walk. Like just give her the walk. And Thank you. Nice. Yes. Because now what they've done is it looks like you're trying to make Brooklyn not look like RuPaul. Now it's too obvious that you're trying to not make her look look like RuPaul, but like brooklyn heights before drag race was already a very successful canadian drag queen she has a lot of respect in her hometown you can see the way all of those queens old and young that they all have respect for brooklyn so at the end of the day if there is a canadian queen that can fill those shoes and walk down there and say today on drag race may the best woman win it is probably brooklyn heights do you know what i mean and she's done so she kind of just fits the bill so i get that it's like it's kind of cute to have the other guest hosts do it like and i feel like it would be cute if like like say if Nicki minaj really did it on on season um like it wasn't like a a a comedy sketch with rue i feel like that would be cool like if they got some celebrities to do it like that would be that would be a key that would actually be really cute but i feel like everyone's everyone's saying the same thing of like (laughs) just let brooklyn do the war i just
0: like Stacy like okay I see Jeffrey as like the Santino Rice and I see um Stacy as like Michelle like she's mm. like I th- I I re- I connected with Stacy quite a lot so yeah like I would be happy with Brooklyn doing the walk having those three as the main judges and having a couple of extra um yeah. depending on the on the show like yeah it's not like Like, I don't particularly, when I watch Drag Race US, I don't go like Rupaul. Like, I don't, that's not like my first instinct. It's like, oh, what are the queens going to do? It's not like, I don't really care particularly who's behind the battle. Like, but also if I get onto Drag Race, I love Rupaul Mamoru. Look at me. Like, oh my God. Could you imagine, could you imagine? imagine? Um, (laughs) oh um oh we've (sighs) shakona yeah sad news we've run out of time can you believe it ah i know that was so i mean i i'm not wearing anything under this small amount of fabric but my whole body is quite moist right now and i Uh think (laughs) and i think that's because of you and uh yeah, <laughs> that is the tea, Christine, that is fully the tea. Um, so, uh-huh. Shakona Fire, uh, is there anything that you want to plug or promote or like share with the world before we disappear into the night? Um, oh, I did like an interview
1: series called What's Good Shared Stories, which is on my Instagram. It's where I talk to different performers of colour about mm-hmm. like just quarantine, the Black Lives Matter movement, and just kind mm-hmm. of like diversity in the drag scene um i did like my first live one which i'm going to try and get the recording up very very soon Cute. um but yeah so I'll hopefully be doing some more of that my obviously my own solo series of things alone in my room will be released very soon
0: um at yeah, fire.
1: Just, yeah at Shakota fire on youtube instagram facebook all of that and you have Following.
0: that and you have that club night is it what's good
1: oh yeah so i made a show i made like a cabaret show night called what's good and it will be coming back live yeah very soon um uh, unfortunately the venue that we started in um closed but um there is a, another venue that it will be coming soon too i won't say which one because i need <laughs> to choose a date or which time Cute. um we're actually gonna do it but we've already spoken about it so it's going to happen but i will Yay. say it's in east london
0: oh okay. i've never heard of east london oh <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh as always that was driving you homo the radio show podcast youtube extravaganza where we delve into everything within the queer sphere that you need to hear as always i am tonight i'm lia bell cabaret burlesque comedian presenter, and all-round drag shambles and today we had shakona fire and you can follow shakona fire at shakona fire if you have any issues uh go on to driving or at driving youhomo on instagram facebook or twitter and you can find links to their social media otherwise stay safe i love you and bye